0: Happy Monday. Welcome to Leading to Sales. My name is Brett Williams. I am your host today, and I guess like I am every day. And uh, I am very excited about today's guest because Randy is a, is a friend of mine and has been, um, honestly, through completely through digital since this the beginning of this crazy pandemic. And um, he and I met through Jeffrey Gittimer's lives, which if you happen to be tuning into this right now and you have no idea what I'm talking about, you need to send me a message ASAP so I can make sure you're getting into those. But Randy is the owner and CEO of Source One Marketing. And that, Source One specializes around the metal roofing, metal and post frame building, and steep slope roofing area. And that's that's kind of Randy's um, expertise. But I tell you, one of the expertises I'm really excited for him to share with you and to talk to you about is the transition he has had to make and some of the best practices he has, both from his time as what he calls an old school road, road warrior, um, and then transitioning into the digital age. So I'm excited to have him on and for us to talk through some of this and for you to get some amazing information, because I think there's you can't get any, get it from anybody better than Randy. So with that, Randy and I will be right back right after this.
1: Welcome to the Leading to Sales podcast. Every week, we're bringing you leadership, sales, and marketing strategies to help you move your business forward. Here's our host, internationally known sales and marketing leader, Brett Williams.
0: Hey, Randy, welcome to the show, man.
1: Hey, buddy. Thank you, my man. Thank you. I appreciate you being having me here.
0: Absolutely. It's 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 definitely my pleasure. So like I said, everybody, Randy and I met completely digitally. We were just talking. I didn't even realize um, or remember where Randy lived. If that gives you an idea of how awesome it is to be able to build relationships in today's world. So, Randy, just do a quick intro yourself. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing, what you've got going on and some of the cool stuff you've got that's happening.
1: Sure. Well, that, yeah, that's funny is, uh, you know, what you just hit out about the whole virtual thing i don't know how many friends i've made in this last 12 months now almost yeah uh it's it's approaching 12 months right it's crazy Uh, and uh because March 17th today we'll talk about in a few minutes as we we roll into this but so we're we're darn near there but it's funny is i have so many friends now like you and some other great great friends that i've never met in person and look forward to doing that with everybody at, at some point but uh, it just shows the value of what virtual can do. Uh, so, yeah, so my thing is I, I live in Naples, Florida. Uh, I'm a resident here. Uh, we were just talking before the show that uh, we have a place in Northern Michigan. We go back in the summer, a little bit um, weather, more weather related because I have become a confirmed southerner as you are. So <laughs> I, I, put my, I put my sweatpants and my sweatshirt on to go outside and put this little fire outside on the lanai at night by the pool. When it's 76 degrees out so I mean, you know,
0: that's, <laughs> that means that's, you're more of a southerner than even i am man. <laughs>
1: Boy, I, i'll tell you what it don't take much anymore but uh but yeah i've been doing this i use four plus decades because i think it sounds younger than 40 years yeah <laughs> but uh in one shape or form in, in the sales gig um i did a short little uh seven eight years i think as a purchasing agent um i was in the same field so i was buying products or, or competitor's product, the same industry as, I, as I've as i been selling into. So that was really probably, it's not something I enjoyed. Yeah. But it was a great experience because I learned truly what the other side of the desk wants and expects and, and hopes for. Uh, so I, I wouldn't, you know, at the end of that seven-year tenure, I guess, I was way ready to get back on the road and do the sales thing. Yeah. But I wouldn't have traded it as I think back because I think I'm a way, way better sales guy because of that. But yeah, yeah you, you mentioned earlier, I, we, we have a rep agency. So uh, we're a contract rep for numerous manufacturers in that uh, general uh, construction industry, which would be post frame industry, metal roofing industry, a steep slope, which is the asphalt and much heavier in the metal, but I do have some products in, into that and some that we're growing or working on growing now. But uh, so uh, we, uh, we, we were from home. My, my wife, Dixie, actually is waiting goodbye to me. She's hanging out. <laughs> um, she, uh, she runs my office. And so we're a real family affair. And she runs the office, whether it's north or south. Uh, okay. I get to use her office when I do these kind of things. Because uh, probably sitting by the pool is maybe not real cool. but
0: <laughs> I think it'd be awesome. <laughs> That's what I think. I've
1: done some Zooms that way. But then I thought, all my manufacturers know what I do. But then I yeah. thought maybe when it's 12 below zero and uh, and, and, and snowy, <laughs> that maybe, maybe that's not the right move. <laughs> I try to practice a little political correctness now and then, bro.
0: You know what's funny about that? And this, it kind of throws me back. There was a time whenever I was traveling a good bit for work and you'll get, a, you'll understand this being a dad and now a granddad. Um, I sent my wife, I was in Florida. I think I was in somewhere in Orlando or around Orlando. And I sent my wife a picture of the pool and the palm trees and the background and all that. And I said, this is my office today, because I was working from the pool deck of the resort mm-hmm. I was at. And um, <laughs> she sent me a, a picture back of a dirty diaper and said, this is my office today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You
1: know, I learned, I've been down here, this, this is my ninth year of, of living here. And the first two or three years, it was always real fun to send pictures to people I go up north, including my, my adult sons. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm old. I, I have a great grandson now. So
0: oh, that's um, awesome. But, uh, congratulations. Was,
1: so thank you. But I used to send pictures and, 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 and I know both my boys at one time or another said, Hey dad, by the way, that's really not funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, uh, good stuff. Dad, hey, you
0: know, I'm noticing here, Wes just popped in here. Apparently he's setting some pretty high expectations on us. So we might be in trouble here. We're, we're going to have to,
1: Oh, man. get down
0: to you know an awesomeness black hole We're, I'm, I'm worried about that. Now I'm going to have that's to perform.
1: A, that's setting the bar uh, pretty high there, Wes. <laughs>
0: yeah, no kidding. No kidding. So, you know, you've been through, you know, in four decades, you've been through a lot of changes and transitions of I'm sure industries and markets and seeing what all that looks like. What are you seeing like now? I mean, things have completely been upended especially for road warriors like yourself what are you seeing that's changed
1: well what i've seen has changed uh and somebody asked me the other day i had this conversation about because i made the statement i said you know i've never been more ready for a year than going into 2021 yeah and the good news for my industry is we've always been a uh uh, what's the word they use for uh not needed but um, the essential, the, Thank thing, yeah. Uh, but businesses 2020 was awesome, yeah, and in 2021 shaping up to be even more awesome, or and uh, <laughs> or awesomely awesome, as I like to say sometimes. But, um, but I've never been more prepared for a year because 2020 taught me to adapt. That's probably more than anything else. <clears throat> I learned to adapt, and we probably will talk about some of the things in a minute that I've done to adapt. Yeah. But the most important thing, Brett, is I became an adapter, if that makes sense. I I've learned to expect change. I've learned to expect that I'm going to have to adapt. And if you it's, it's like with success, right? If, if you expect it, you're not surprised by it. And I yeah. think sometimes more people are surprised by success than they are by failure. And they get stunned when it's something wow. successful. And I don't think you should be surprised by success. And and, and But I, I'm i not saying this is something that... I'd like to say I'm so brilliant that I knew this forever. I, <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, and I went through some, some times, which we'll talk about, where I wasn't particularly loving life for a little bit because my whole world changed. And it changed that I didn't want. I didn't think I wanted. Yeah. Until I got used to it. And so I started figuring it out. And once I decided that this whole... Uh, 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 adapting is kind of okay. Yeah. Then it's Katie bar the door, let's adapt. So, yeah. um, and it, it's interesting cause you talk about the changes. I, I use that, um, uh, the moniker a little bit, sometimes the old school school road warrior, Boy, that one's hard to say, <laughs> but, uh, I, uh, that was me. I mean, I was the typical before I lived in Florida, because a big part of my sales ter- territory is the Midwest and the Northeast. Yeah. I do have Florida for some products too, and I'm doing some things. I'm working on some manufacturing now on a national basis, uh, with some other reps, but <clears throat> my general go-to area is the Midwest and, and, and the Northeast. So when I lived in Michigan full time, it was the true old road, wor- road warrior, which is windshield time, 80, 90,000 miles uh, in the car. You know, backseat loaded with suitcases and samples and a trunk. You can't find stuff. You're unloading stuff in the mud, you know, trying to find a sample you want to show a guy, right?
0: Wow. You
1: know, and, but then when we moved down here, it was the same, just different. It's just that I was on airplanes more. And, yeah. And so my last nine years, my typical year was, or typical week after week after week after week was, you know, head out Sunday afternoon or early Monday get back Friday evening or early Saturday and just over and over and over and over. And yeah. so I got used to it and I was very good at it. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was me. It's what I did. I didn't think anything of it, but Brett, I remember probably the last year or two before March 17th, which is a key date here in a second. I started realizing that I needed to force multiply myself. I needed to figure out how do I do more because even as highly trained as I self-trained myself to be on mm-hmm. this road warrior thing, you still are going to see four or five customers a day at best if you're lucky.
0: Yeah.
1: And that depends. Like in central Ohio, I can see all those in the morning. Yeah. Out in some states, it might be five hours between people, right? Yeah. So if I really hustle, I see three. not Right. Yes, you can get on the phone and you can try to text while driving that you're not supposed to do. You can do all those <laughs> things, right? Yeah. But it's not the same. Yeah. I said, there's got to be a way. But I thought about it and I wanted to investigate. And I usually I investi- or my thought process was on the plane getting into Fort Myers at 11 o'clock in the evening going, crap, I got to do this thing again Sunday night. Yeah. It started yeah. sounding like a great idea to figure out a force multiplier. Yeah. Until I got back on the plane again, and then I'm back into my element, right?
0: Right, and, right.
1: And, and so, but what really hit was, and I remember the date, Brett, it was March 17th. I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma for a, a, uh, a sales meeting. And I know we all ended up there, probably not sure we should have been or not, because the world was starting to implode, right? Yeah. But yeah. part of it was, we're all a bunch of road warriors. We want to do this. Nothing's gonna stop us. Yeah. Well, we got there, and then all of a sudden NBA's canceling, the world's canceling, there's no more concerts. I'm thinking, am I even gonna get home? Right, yeah. And I get to the airport to fly home, and I I literally I feel like I've been trying to eat right and stay healthy and in and, and, and kind of in better shape than I've ever been in my life. That's another offshoot of this whole pandemic. Yeah, but I thought there was the, the, the invasion of the body snatchers. And I'm the only one they don't want because I am literally the only person in the airport, it's like, Wow! not quite, but close enough. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when I started and this is going to lead to where you and I met. I started with this, I got my iPad out in Tulsa, iPad on, on the plane. I in, in, in Atlanta, iPad on the plane again. And I started, how am I going to, and I wrote force multiplier. That's something that's been in my head. How am I going to fix this? I'm thinking for two or three weeks, but you remember, for almost four decades of doing this, two weeks was like a year.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then it clearly became, so I started started writing these notes and ideas, got home, and I didn't mind the first week or so, because I've been traveling a lot. So, hey, just sit by the pool and have a glass of wine early and make a couple phone calls. Life will be fine. Yep. But I started realizing this is may- maybe not going to go back to, quote, normal. Right. Everybody yeah. likes to use that normal. So yeah. I started really digging into what can I do because I had the time now to do it. And I'm not going anywhere for a while. <laughs> right. And that's how I found uh, uh, Jeffrey Gittimer's uh, the nine fifty nine a.m. Uh, um, every morning. Right. Yep. What, what is he, like 390,000 390, days now or something? Yeah,
0: he's coming right up on a year. It's been for every single day for right up on a year. I mean,
1: that, that's that's just incredibly stick to it in this. Yeah. So I started listening to that, and then I bought his course. Yeah, well, it was 97 bucks a month at the start. You know, you got this yeah. course for, for two months or whatever. and Started digging into how to become more virtual. And how do I, how do I, how do I, I might have to be virtual for a while. Yeah, so my first start into this was okay, maybe I'm going to be virtual for a while, maybe it's going to be quite a while. I did not know that it was going to be that quite a while, yeah, but, <laughs> you know. But as I got into it and I started learning, and then I I met people like yourselves, I met a bunch of, uh, of mutual buddies that we have that are involved in a mastermind group, Mega Minds that I'm involved with, and we really started talking about how to be virtual and how to do more video and how to how to and all of a sudden this struck. I can be with my customers, whether I'm physically there or not. Yeah. And so that's really and it ended up in a shortness because I'm talking way too much already, but no, you're right. Started that process of thinking about how do I do this. And that worked well into late summer. I did some traveling when I was back in Michigan. Uh, did some a little bit of got got enough of the old uh, road warrior thing to be, keep me happy, right? It was, just, it was like a, like you you can't have Snickers bar, but you sneak one and your wife's not looking, right? <laughs> exactly. But you know when you do that, throwing away the wrapper is important. Throwing <laughs> away the little the little coupon from the store that says all the things you bought.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is equally important. That's so, so true. Snickers, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what do I say? But.
1: So anyway, I, uh, it, 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 it caused me to start realizing that I did like the road and I need the road. I need to go see these people. I can't be all the old normal because, yeah. and that's where my little, and, and I appreciate you having that up there on the screen, the, the 2.5 hybrid, amazing, because that's just something I coined for myself. I yeah. started using it a little bit and other things, but I said, you know, I need, I, 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 I want to build this new virtual persona because I can, t- I can touch 10, 20, 30, 40 people a day. Yeah, But I also need to go back and, and, and bro hug people, right. And they have coffee and donuts in the morning and pizza and, and a, and pop a lunch and a, and a burger and a couple of brews in the evening. Right. Yep. So it, I, I got a little of that and then I got back to Florida and then it kind of started shutting down a little bit again. It was a little tougher to travel. Some people didn't want you to come see them anyway. Yeah. So I'm, Kind of in that real hybrid now of how do I how do I allow the new, if you will, to augment the old? Yeah. And how do I let the old augment the new? And that's really what I spent the last several months is trying to to combine that. Because I realize when people say, because I saw two camps. I saw a camp of people. I can't wait till I go back to the old. Ah, yeah. We're going to go back to the old soon. And I'm, I can't. Nah, no, you're not. Yeah probably don't need to yeah more importantly but then i also seen the same or not the same but a different group of people that would do it's all going to be this new normal it's all going to be virtual we're never going to travel ever close airports we don't need airports don't cars we don't need anything right that's (laughs) it's almost how some people were right
0: that's true it's true
1: well that's where the hybrid came from is i don't buy either side completely yes it's gotta be a hybrid in there someplace. And and that's where this popped in my head is I can figure out how to hybrid this to my industry, because my industry needs more, um, bro hugging if you will yeah. Yeah. than some industries. Right. Right. Because right. mine is an old school, good old boy network. Yes. And, 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 and that's how I've built my business is being there and building relationships because, uh, you know, I, I'm 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 when I'm old school, I'm old school in relationships. I I, I don't believe I sell anything. I mean, right. I'm a I'm an old Zig Ziglar fan, right? We've all loved. Yes. Him. Glad I got to see him one time live, which was awesome. Uh, but uh, I do fully believe that theory. You know that that you don't sell anybody anything, right? Yeah.
0: And, yeah. So true, so and that's, that's I I think the the value of it is that and I think it's kind of lost sometimes because there are so many industries in this that so many salespeople in different industries that are more going to that. Everything's going to be virtual. Let's just stay virtual, whatever the case may be. But I don't think you can ever replace the value of direct human interaction. Right. But I love the way that what you call an old school road warrior. And I don't, because to me, it's just, it's experience that I think that is lacking right now in the sales industry. Um, And having that attitude and mindset of, and it's frankly, Randy, and and this is not to to make you have a big head, but it's something I don't see a lot in people that have that old school mindset of the value of relationships, the value of a handshake, the value of buying somebody a drink or something like that coupled with understanding the true value of virtual, of what today is for right now, really almost 100% right now, but in the future, it's going to be, like you're saying, it's going to be some sort of combination, some sort of hybrid amazing of what that's going to look like. One of the things that I, that I wrote down here that I want to unpack a little bit with you is you said, you talked about changing your mindset to becoming a, to become an adapter, What were some of the things that that you did that helped you with help you change that mindset? And what were some of the things that maybe helped you that other people can use?
1: Well, I I think the the biggest thing that the biggest thing was not necessarily being overly brilliant, but understanding that I had no choice. But maybe that's brilliant in itself, because a lot of people and and I know there's people out there sometimes that I'm still waiting. Well, you wait waiting a year, <laughs> friend, my friend. I mean, it's not changed a lot yet, right? <laughs> I mean, how much longer do you have to wait, right? At some nope. point, we could all get away with waiting a month or two or three or five. But at some point, the time to wait is over and the time to adjust and to adapt is here. And I think it's long past here. Yeah, and so totally agree. I think that, I think to, to answer your question, I, 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 my mindset clicked at one point when I started doing it. I, I I found myself willing for whatever reason, and if I could tell you why at my age, I'm older than a lot of folks that do what I do. I just look younger and act younger at twelve, my wife says. <laughs> and my maybe, wife says the same thing about me. She would prefer maybe like 40, would you <laughs> at forty, maybe at least, but anyway. Um but you know, I, I think that it struck me over a period of time that I, I'm gonna to have to force myself into areas, and, and a lot of us talk about this in different things, uh, of area of uncomfortableness, right? Yeah. It, it's easy, it would have been easy for me, the easiest thing would have just said, none of my manufacturers, I'm independent, I'm a contract guy with them, right? So I mean, they, they don't tell me where to go, or yeah. when to go, I pay my own expenses. There's expectations, obviously, right. but know, yeah, I could have took a full year of just goofing off, yeah, because I had a wide open to do it. Because nobody's gonna say anything, nobody expects you to go anywhere, anyway. Yeah, but that's not what I do, and, and I'm not going to be pre- set up to continue with success uh, or continue the success that I built. I spent all this time building. If I do that, so I was very comfortable in being an old world where probably as good as anybody and better than most at it. I just something I did forever. Yeah. So I had to get uncomfortable. And it was for some reason my mindset started wrapping around, but I can tell you the first remember Jeffrey Gitter would talk about get get your phone out and quit sending somebody a stupid text and send them a video. I mean yep. the first video that I sent to a customer, I did 7,000 takes. It took me seven days to do it. You know, I, you know what I mean. You're, you I've done
0: it, it. so I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> you redoing and redoing
1: and redoing, and you, it's got to be perfect. And I kept listening to him, and I kept listening to guys like yourself, and and our mutual friend Eric Bam, and some other guys. Just send the stupid video. Yep. Done is better than perfect, right? Yes. And and so, but I remember the first one I sent, and I got this instant. Dude, I, I got I got a, a video back. Nobody's ever sent me a video. I didn't know how to do it, but that was awesome. Yeah. I'm going, hmm, okay, I like awesome. That's cool. Yep. So I started doing more and started doing more. Then I started sending, like, I got my pad here, but like I got a quote, for example. And I'm gonna send you a quote on fasteners, right? Yeah. I would send an email to you, but with email, I'd be showing you and say, right here, line four, Brett. That's the product you're probably gonna be 80% of what you use right here. Yeah. And there's all of a sudden people are responding, loving it because one, nobody's done it. Yes. We're a year into this and really percentage wise, nobody's still doing it. Yeah. It's a large percentage. So it allows people like ourselves to set ourselves apart. And so my mindset, once I got past being uncomfortable, I quickly became comfortable with this. I kind of like this virtual thing. Yeah. You know, it, because it'll. you know why I like it? It's the same reason that I'm way more comfortable doing live events like this. I'm way more comfortable with my own show that you were graced me with being on a week or so ago, whatever it was. But versus sending, and I'll do several videos a day in my office here, yeah. product videos. Product videos, I still struggle with a little because I think there's a, a director with that little flat right? and go and then I go hello my name is Randy you know right we're we're live you just sort of
0: yeah you just chat
1: and and so I that's the one thing that I once I hit that comfort level with with live events it helped me become better with with doing the the videos and some of those things so it's really if I had anything for anybody is some people are more comfortable than others with stepping out of that Comfort zone. Uh I, I did a post of the day that I really truly believe, which is about, you know, hell, I don't see boxes. I don't even see cardboard. There is no box, right? Yeah. Just, just be uncomfortable. Just go try it because what's the worst that's gonna happen is you look like a fool once. <laughs> exactly. But that's over because in the world of in the world of technology today, three seconds is a, a year, right?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: No, if I make a fool of myself on a little live that I do, a little live walk and talk, and I mess up and screw up, and, oh, so, like ten minutes later, those same people that watched that have watched seven hundred and fourteen different things. Exactly. So exactly. Yeah, do it, laugh at yourself, and move on. Right.
0: Yeah. Ron Goodwin popping in here saying time waits for no one, and it's so true. You know, but what when you're talking about the what I, what stood out to me from what you just said was the willingness to practice and realize that the practice isn't going to be perfect one of the things that i love to say i've got a three and a half year old and i love to tell him um, is a phrase that i picked up from a couple of different people and i've kind of just made it my own but i tell him all the time that practice makes progress and progress progress makes a professional and so i like because i think one of the things that we have begun to program our, our society with, and this is, you know, just as a whole, is this black and white right and wrong thing when it comes to how we doing things. you know, like you take a test in school, there are right answers, there are wrong answers, wrong answers are bad, right answers are good. But becoming an entrepreneur, one of the things that I learned that has helped me the most is fail faster. Right. And if you're willing to make a fool of yourself over and over and over again at some point, you know, first you can seek outside help. Secondly, you know, you can, you can, you know, use some sense and get some feedback, but above and beyond that, at some point, you're going to find a way to stop making a fool of yourself. Exactly. If you're, if you'll just go do it. Exactly. Um, so that's, that's so, so awesome. Now, one of the things other that, you, or one of the other things that you said that I wanted to bring out, and I would love for you to talk a little bit more about was you said more people are surprised by success than they are by failure. I think that's so true, but I would love for you to kind of expound on that a little bit and how you make sure that you're not surprised by success.
1: Well, and, and I think there has to be a, there has to be a bit of, of you, you have to, I think your first thing you have to do is have a willingness in your own mind to say, I am pretty damn good at what I do and that's okay. See, I think too many people are trained in life for whatever backgrounds, whatever. Well, that's a little cocky. That's a little arrogant. That's a little egotistical. Yes. Yes. And yes. But okay. (laughs) Right. I mean, whether you like or dislike LeBron James, he is all of those. Exactly. But he's arguably the best in his business. Right. Yep. And, I don't mean you got to go overboard to where you're a jerk that nobody likes you but for yourself right. you got to go you know what i can be the best at this i can yes. be and if you believe you can be then you you you, you do the things that it takes and you literally it, it's a foreign and again if i could teach this i would i figured out maybe someday i'll be my my next career and i get tired of doing this 30 years from now but if i could teach it but how do you How do you wrap your head around the idea that, you know what, I don't expect anything but success. Now, sometimes it doesn't happen. Yeah. But when I talk about wins and throwing things on a virtual wind which is a little project I'm working on now for maybe a a, a series of stuff I may do someday or may not, but is you have a virtual wind pile, right? You keep throwing wins on that wind pile and a win can be extracted from a loss right? And then it becomes no longer a loss. So you lost it in our game. If, if, I, if I, I lose a deal, if I, you know, do the, you got to be like a Tom Brady, I happen to be a big fan of his. Some people will be throwing stuff at the screen, but whatever. <laughs> Bottom line is if Tom Brady throws an interception at a key point, he goes on the sideline. He may yell at his receiver if he thought his receiver made it run the wrong route. He may yell at himself because he made a mistake. He may throw a water bottle, slam his helmet. Look at the uh, look at the screen quick to see what happened. But all that has to happen in about 15 seconds because there could be a turnover the very next play. Yep. So what does he have to have? A short memory. Yeah. He has to forget the loss. What look at it? I made a mistake. That's my fault. Or nope, Gronk was supposed to turn left. He turned right. It's his fault. But you know what? There's a whistle We got the ball back. We got to get back on the field. Right. Yeah. So you have to have a short memory. But what he did is he extracted what happened and what went wrong. Now that becomes a win. Right. Yes. But the other thing, and I use this theory, you're familiar with apothecaries, Apothecary. Yeah. you know, it's, it's a big, I used to have them back in the day. You walk up this ladder and they get some drug up at the top that's never used, some kind of bay leaves or something. I don't know. (laughs) So you got to, once you extract that win out of that loss, whatever it is, all you do is then you've got to take that and throw that in your win pile, but you also got to take that loss now. What's left? Wad it up. Walk up that little ladder in your mind. Put it in the drawer. Lock the key. Walk back down. Walk outside and toss the key in the ocean and it's got to be gone. Yeah. And if you do that then you win so if, if you expect wins and i think so many times people are either trained because of the way they're brought up or society or whatever well you don't want to win too much because well, if you don't hurt anybody else doing it what's wrong with winning yes you know and so so i think that's probably i i don't know if that really directly answered your question but you know, no, that's that's money. You just have to prepare to win. And just if you prepare to win, let's look at it this way. <clears throat> Using my friend Mr. Brady, who I love because grew up spent a lot of years in Ann Arbor, watching him play football in the, the big house. Do you think he he hasn't won every game in his life? But do you think he ever went a game expecting to not win? Absolutely not. Expect anything but to succeed. Right. Never once in his playing career. I bet from the time he was in junior high. Yeah. So you got to just expect to win. Yeah. You lose, you find out what happened, you fix it, and you tweak it and, and and you move on. So
0: yeah, makes me think of this book. Um, Napoleon Hill says in every adversity is the seed of an equal or greater benefit exactly. for those with a positive mental attitude. And that's yep. what you really described right there was the willingness to master the positive mental attitude um, yeah. and, and master that. That I, what I wrote down was learn to expect success by forgetting the losses.
1: Exactly. Why not? It's it's and that's, that's where if you the way I live my life, you know the last part of my my hybrid amazing thing that I just made up for myself is everybody uses normal and yeah I'm nowhere near ever going to be as big as Jeffrey Gittimer, so he's got dibs on normal <laughs> but but I look at it this way what do you really want to be every day? Do you get up in the mirror or get up, you look in the mirror and you throw a little water in your hair and do you go, you know what, Randy, I think I'm going to be sort of normal today. Probably maybe C. I think I'll have a C day. C minus because I feel kind of crappy. Maybe C plus if the day. No. Why wouldn't you get up and go, Randy, you are going to be freaking amazing today.
0: Yeah.
1: And just go do everything you can to be amazing. Yeah. And uh and, and that's just the way I live everything I do in life. Do I is every day amazing? No. But that's where at the end of the day you go, well, you know what? I lived through the day. Yeah. I kind of screwed that up, but I did learn what I did wrong. I'm probably not ever gonna do that again. <laughs> you know, like I said earlier, always check your pockets when you went to the store and you got a Snickers bar, right? You don't <laughs> make that mistake again, right? Yeah. But, but but if you if you do that and you get up um because another word that pops in my head sometimes love the i love to say the word because i love to say it i, I can't spell it and i hate what it means but, but mediocre yeah who wants to be mediocre i mean do you really want to get up and say gonna, you know what hey baby get a coffee i'm gonna have a mediocre day today exactly right no if you plan for success go get success and you learn from it and move on so yeah and that means i mean, I, mean, I want to point something out i'm sorry but yeah no good, yeah. people may Take what I say wrong is I get cranked up when it comes to sales and biz, and that's my thing. But success doesn't have to be business. It doesn't have to be a sale. When I talk about throwing wins on the win pile, how about starting the day when you walk out to get coffee and your wife's out there, and you say, "Oh no, let me get that for you," and you fix your coffee. Say, "You know what? Is it possible you could be better looking today than you were yesterday?" Or something corny and stupid, but is that not a win?
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Is
1: it not a win to walk outside and call Uncle Louie that you haven't talked to in seven months? He's hey, Lou, hey, Lou, Uncle Louis, Randy. Just thought about you. I got like five minutes, but how are you? Exactly. Because that win, I have to believe that winds don't know the difference between each other. They just know winds. So, so true. So Winds on a wind pile, they keep compounding. You feel better. You get excited. So that wind with making my wife smile. Makes me. One happy dude when I grab a car from from Brett Williams that wants to buy a truckload of something from me, right? Exactly. exactly. Does that make sense? Maybe that's cornfield. No,
0: No, I think it's great. I think it's great. And this is is one of the quotes that you shared with me that uh, literally just came to my mind. And I couldn't remember if it was one of your favorite quotes or not. But going back to Zig Ziglar. And Zig Ziglar, he doesn't know this, but he is a mentor of mine. Um, well he probably knows it now just because of where he's at and not where yep. you know he's not here but before he before he left this earth he did not know he was a a mentor of mine you'll appreciate this so his old book see you at the top yes the original title of that book was Biscuits, Fleas, and Pump handles for the first printing only
1: you know I did not know that but I remember his statement
0: oh, and I've got the uh, signed first edition that's I, I looked all over for this because this nice. that nice. book, Zig Ziglar yeah. has done more for me and my mindset than any person on, on the earth, including Jeffrey Gimmer who I'm very close to. But I've told him, I'm like, I love you, but Zig's the man. Oh, <laughs>
1: but, yeah. and didn't he always love when he his speech, when he would talk about that and he'd say, and I'll see you at the top.
0: Exactly. And that's, he had that, that his saying, if you can do everything in life you've ever wanted, if you just help enough other people get what they want, that is something that I have worked. At, to the nth degree to make a part of who I am as mm-hmm. a person, but this, but this quote right here for especially for those who will listen later on in the podcast, you were born to win, but to be a winner you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. From Zig Ziglar, and you know that makes me think again about the way that you think about this stuff. It's another Zig Ziglar quote, and everybody who tunes in regularly, y'all know I'm, I wear Zig Ziglar out. But he said he would say it is your attitude, not your aptitude that will determine your altitude. Exactly. And that's exactly. what you just described is we have the choice of how we view the little things in our day and what significance we give them and what, gra- what level of gratitude we give them. And we have the choice to either focus on those wins or we have the choice to focus on those quote unquote losses, which I just believe losses are lessons. But that's just me.
1: But I know I agree with you.
0: And we have that choice, and you know, there's uh, again. I'm just throwing like 30, 30 quotes here in like a thirty second time period. But John Wooden, another quote that I love to live by, is he says, "There is a choice you have to make in everything you do. Just keep in mind that in the end, the choice you make makes you." Ah, love it. And that's what you've done is you've made the choice yeah. to focus on the positive and to focus on building that wins pile. And I love it. I love, I love it. I mean, your, your hashtag is even hashtag building wins and the name yeah. of your show is building wins. And I love that.
1: Yeah. Well, it's all about building wins. And, 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 like I said, I, I, I've had a couple of people say something in me past. That's why I always, not, not really negatively, but, um, well, we're not necessarily in a position to quote build wins. We don't, we don't sell something. We don't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can build wins all day long in your life. And, uh, and, and like you said earlier uh that's so applicable is that um it's not a loss if you get a lesson out of it exactly and and, and we're all going to have them. I mean uh, you know most most you think about it I always, I always was thinking about uh, major league baseball right if you could be a if you could fail something cuz as a hitter your job is to hit the ball yes end of the day job description right one line hit yep. the ball <laughs> well, if you fail 70% of the time, you're a Hall of Famer and a multimillionaire, right? Exactly. So do you think, again, the typical 300 hitter that grounded out once and struck out twice in the game comes up with a key moment? Is he thinking anything other than he knows for a fact he's going to be the hero and get a hit? He knows he is. Yeah. He has totally forgot the ground out. Yep. he's totally about this forgot the strikeout he's even totally forgot about the fact that this pitcher has had his number right And he's a lifetime 164 average against this guy right yeah none yep. of that matters because i today right now will win right it's so true it's if you so don't true. have that attitude then if he walks up there going "Wow, well, grounded out twice or struck out twice grounded out i've never got a hit off this guy in the last seven years I'm just going to pop out or strike out and I'm going to look like that. He absolutely will. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So yeah.
0: it's so true. So true. We've got Tony Thorpe coming on. Tony, the man jumped off a conference call to join. He's throwing us some, some all he's, he's setting the bar even higher than West did. So I'm going to skip his comment. That's <laughs> yes, right. That's right. Um, I love Wes's here. This is, I've got to throw in this Zig Ziglar quote. If you treat your wife, <laughs> or Dixie chick as a thoroughbred, you won't end up with nag. <laughs> so True. <laughs> <laughs> my
1: wife's Dixie. So that's where... Okay. Okay. Yeah, there you go. There you part go. Of the Dixie chick because her name's Dixie and she's a chick. So,
0: yeah. And I totally agree with Ron Goodwin here. Randy turns the mediocre into meteoric. I love that. Oh, wow. Love oh that.
1: Down, Ron. I like that.
0: Yeah. That's, but... that's good stuff. Um, so, I mean, we're coming up here, you know, we've, we've been going for a little while and I know people get tired of hearing me ramble. Your, st- all, your stuff is amazing, yeah. but as we're, you know, as we're moving forward, I mean, you are definitely in this position where you have the experience and expertise of the old school serving sales mindset, which I think is something that we're losing a lot of. And you are doing an amazing job of moving into this new virtual and your and people are being prepared for it at a higher level than ever before. What, is, what are some tips that you would give the, the up-and-coming generation of salespeople that are facing this, this unknown, if you will, of what the future is going to look like? I mean, you've weathered the storm for 40 years, and sales is not a career that is easily weathered, especially for 40 years. What, what are some tips that you would give them as they're coming up and they're building that, their brands and they're moving forward?
1: We, well, one thing you just hit, probably a key word is brand build their brand yeah i don't care in my case it's easy i'm a brand builder i was building brand thus my my website i buy from andy.com right yes that struck me one day and i got my car and got on big daddy or somebody i didn't know how to i (laughs) I didn't know what i do but all of a sudden i I realized how brilliant that was yeah I and so i was building brands for myself so it's easier myself i understand as an independent rep agency right yeah i am the brand Right. but 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 i i talked to some buddies of mine that are, are company guys uh yep. and i said well you may work for brand X and never forget that but they still buy from Brett Williams first right right they still buy from you first and yep. you got to still build that brand obviously you got to work within the parameters of what your company will or not let you do and all those things but but with all that but so i'm not saying that's a car bond but but within the realm of what you can do, you got to build the brand yourself of you, yes. and you can do that. It doesn't necessarily have to be with coffee mugs and and posters and and, and airplanes flying over stadiums. It can just you build the brand by just being there every yeah. day, all the time. And and now, what I love about this new hybrid amazing that I've been trying to develop is I truly can be there every day uh, yep. with social media, posting three, four, five, six, eight times a day. Doing shows like this that you, you blessed me to be on, having my own show, doing do just there's so many things you can do nowadays to be more in front of your customer yeah, than ever before. But probably the biggest tip I'd give a younger guy coming up is if you haven't grasped, there's a, there's a theory that popped up I've heard in the last year that kind of blows my mind a little bit, which is people at surprise or they act like they, they developed this brilliant idea when they hear the term, Hey, Hey, Brett, we should build value. Let's bring value. Hey, that's a great <laughs> idea. Brett, what do you think? Let's let's bring value to our customer. What's wrong with you? Right? Yeah, You should have been doing that. If that's gotta be taught, we need to go back one or two levels and start over, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bringing value. But my, my concern I would have for young guys is if you, haven't experienced it yet a lot grasp onto some older war dog and learn what it means to build value without all this technology, because it's kind of like with school, I understand all the ideas of learning to use calculators and computers and all those things, but you ought to be able to take a piece of paper and figure out if I got a hundred and I'm going to divide it into fours. How do I fit now? We just know that, do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. We ought to be able to write it down and still be able to figure the math out. Right. Yeah. But I think the same thing can happen if you're not careful with all the virtual and all the technology is we fall prey. I say we younger guys without the experience to fall back on. Well, that's what we do. We just sat in our office and I'll turn this little lamp on and I'll turn this lamp on and I'll get my mic around and, and I'll do 14 videos today and I'll be this video guru and everybody will love me. But they <laughs> never met you.
0: Yes. Right.
1: They still need to shake your hand. They need to give you a bro hug. You need yeah. to have a burger and a beer, right? And and so if there's any one piece of advice I would give is, and, and I firmly believe in the, the high-gred part of my thinking, yeah, is you can't go all one way or the other. You've got, you talked about gray areas earlier. There There, there, there is a gray area that's massively important in this. And somebody asked me the other day, well, when do you best? You can travel all you want. I could not now, if I really wanted to. I've got yeah. some coming up, yeah. but I'm being a little cautious with it because I just don't found I don't need to as much. Right, right. But what's what's the percentage? I don't know. I can't put a number on that. It'll be what it is at the time. Yeah. If everything opened up tomorrow, where we all got this pill in the mail, and there's no more COVID, and it's gone, and and everybody's happy, and and actually there's no there's nothing there's nothing you can get sick, you can't get hurt, you can't. Everything's perfect. Yep. It'd probably be 100% zero for two, three, four weeks because I got a lot of people that I haven't seen. Yeah. But then I'm going to gradually back. If I had to pick a number, and I don't even know if this is accurate, it's probably going to bounce between 60, 40, 40, 60. Yeah. Depending on the time of the year. Because when trade shows come back, yeah, yes, they will. When trade shows come back, I tie in a three day trade show with some customers. And if I got another trade show next week, I might as well just stay north. <laughs> and then just, you know, you, you, so, yeah. so sometimes it might be 80, 20, and then it'll go back to 20, 80. So I, I, I think the key is to be flexible. Yeah. And to to. And I said this earlier, and it's a really important word, I think, is augment. Both have to augment the other. Yeah. Neither one is an instead of. They're both right. are in addition to. And if you do that, um, the problem is that, that I think, a lot of guys that are just getting started now kind of wrap this up, but they're just getting started just before this happened. They need to be especially careful because they didn't have long enough to get fully entrenched into relationship building. Yeah. Now all of a sudden they're fully into virtual. Yeah. Don't, don't one more. Don't go hundred percent virtual and don't go back to that.
0: Yes. Because if
1: you do that, um guys like myself when i can get back on the road will eat your lunch yep because i know how to go and i'm not saying that a bragging thing
0: no no it's true
1: how to go out and be the road warrior and travel 18 days a month uh, or 20 days 25 days a month if i have to go do that right yep so you better learn that art too yeah i think you got to have both arts. And then you need to know how to mesh them together, if that makes sense.
0: So true. So true. So before we close out here, yes. tell us what kind of people you are able to help with your business and, and who how they can get in touch with you. I've got your website for those who are listening on the podcast later on. It's I buy I B U Y. I buy from Randy.com. I'll put it in the show notes, but tell us who would be the best people that you're able to help um, through that.
1: Well and my, how they can reach my, out to you. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a B2B guy. So my customer base. Is very heavily uh, the guys that manufacture metal roofing. Yep. Uh, I also I also sell stone coated metal roofing, but I my my target if my if I say who my one big target is going to be either people that 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 supply materials into the post train building industry. I don't sell direct into the into the market, but right. I, I I sell the the component parts that go into making up a pole barn. I okay. sell the metal roofing, or not the roofing, but the fasteners and vent material and those kind of things. So uh, anybody that's uh, involved in post train building, metal roofing, metal building components, uh, uh, steep slope, which is a, the asphalt world, I, I, I'm working some things there right now. Stronger, I, you know, I can either help you directly, or if you're in an area that I don't work directly, I can put you in in front of a compadre or two that that can take your area. So.
0: How can somebody best get in touch with you
1: and probably the, the website's the best uh know, I, mean, I have no problem putting my phone on there too but uh website i buy from Randy.com, that'll give you my phone that you can, you can go on there and get me direct you can direct okay. message me from the website also uh i'm all over linkedin and uh and uh, uh facebook and social media so any of the uh the messengers there i mean i'm it's all i can do not to look down at my phone and it buzzes right now because i'm wondering who's. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty active on that I respond to that stuff pretty quickly so
0: awesome well thank you so much for coming on Randy I really appreciate it the the mindset I think that you have developed and are helping and giving other people an opportunity to develop is going to be absolutely That's crucial it. as we go forward so thank you so much for coming on if you'll hang out for just a minute I'll go ahead and close this out you got it, my friend. Thank, thank you, you. so w- again thank you all for tuning in um, we really appreciate your support and your uh, interaction and your engagement here as we're going live throughout this uh, this time period. We're all looking for those connections in that community. And so just grateful to be a part of yours. We will be live again Thursday at 3.30. I'll be announcing that guest um, on Wednesday or Thursday. We'll see w- what uh, which day we announce that on, but we'll announce that guest at that time. With that, I look forward to talking to you next time. And until then, I'm just here to keep reminding you Either give value or just don't even bother.